Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Nashville. Let's get straight into it. No weekend talk. No weekend talk. Last Friday, you heard Sonic come on, talk about his ex-chick for 11 years, BBL surgery, cheating, dramatic, chaos, affairs, all that. What'd you think about that? That was an old episode. Season 3, episode 9. You can't find it, so don't look for it. It's only on Nashville now. Nashville episode 12. Well, guess who's here in the flesh? Sonic's here. Sonic's here, everybody. It's been about a year since that story was told, since Sonic came on and got really emotional. It got pretty heated. Got pretty emotional that day. It's been a year. So he's here in the studio. I want to ask him what he's been up to. How's that relationship going? Is he still talking to her? Is he pursuing her? Has he moved on? Has she's moved? Has she moved on? Is she still with Dragon? Want to get into all that detail, all that gossip? Let's just get into it right now. So here he is, Sonic. What's up, Sonic? How you doing, bud? What's up, everybody? Oh, you sound. Hold on, you sound way better. Your voice is way better than mine on the microphone. I'm not sure if I like that or not. Can uh, you do like a uh, like a stupid voice? Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, son. Let's, it, this is a thirty-minute show. I know our last episode we did with you was about it was like over an hour. You know, let's um, that was three of us, one of you, and there was a lot of talking going on. And um, I listened to the episode more and more. I probably heard that episode like ten times now, to be honest with you. And I really liked the episode. Um, it kind of the episode wasn't made. I mean, I wouldn't say you bashed her. You kind of bashed her though. I got a lot of backlash for that episode so i gotta kind of be careful now because we kind of do have a somewhat of a relationship now i don't hate her like i used to okay we'll get we'll get to that but i remember um you're gonna come on that episode and you just want to talk about like how girls change with the whole surgery with the bbl and so on and so on and then you got caught up in your own story almost and i think at that time you even told me you go well you know what she's probably not gonna hear this this podcast anyways and i go bro like believe it or not a lot of people listen to this podcast, especially Street Scholars. Street Scholars is pretty out there right now, especially now. And I think the next day or the something, she heard the podcast and you got, like you said, you got a lot of backlash for that. How did that go? Well, she, she heard the episode and, uh, you know, it was fresh when I did come on. So I had a lot of anger and a little, I was emotional uh, and, and, you know, 
I should probably should have waited a little bit longer, and I maybe I would have gave more uh, mature response to how things were. But uh, you know, things happen, and I'm over it now. With all that being said, and you were angry, and I think a lot of us, a lot of us do that. A lot of us talking anger, and I've been better at that. Where like before, I text somebody back something, you know, I just I try to wait a little bit because sometimes you know I have a temper where I'll just like caps lock and just snap on somebody and i feel like that was a caps lock interview with you like you were kind of upset is there anything that you would take back that you said uh, that you said on on that episode well i just i feel like you know if because we have a son together i i wouldn't like uh want to speak bad about her uh in a way that i wouldn't speak to directly uh to or around my son ever so like I'd rather just keep it, uh, you know, mature and, and, you know, move forward from there and, you know, not deal with the drama that comes with it. So um, you say drama. So the first conversation after she heard the podcast, after she heard the episode, the first conversation, well, I, I'm assuming it was over the phone. Um, what were the words that she told you? How did that go? Was she yelling at you or more disappointed? Well, you know, even though she was doing what she was doing behind my back, she felt like she had a reason for it, and she felt like I left all that out. So, because of that, you know, I didn't really get much to say when she she kind of unleashed on me, and she changed her number and everything right after that. So I didn't, honestly, I barely got her number maybe like two weeks ago. Wow! And this is like almost a year ago. Yeah, it was back. In, uh, yeah, in February. So it's been a while. Okay, so she's mad, and you know they always say. There's three sides of the story. You know how that goes. Your side, her side, and the truth. How yeah. much truth were you missing from that episode, from that interview? Well, to be honest with you, you know, now the only way that I can grow and if I want to maintain or have a better relationship in the future, I have to take the bad from myself that I could change from that relationship onto my next one and make, you know, adjustments. And in order to do that, I have to understand, you know, the whole situation of maybe what was going on through her mind that made her want to cheat or do the things that she did and and you know that's pretty much what i was thinking and that totally makes sense you're being a bigger person here and that's awesome let's say you were her you were her you're sitting down you're in a studio you have a microphone in front of you you're talking for her you're her i'm asking you why did you cheat on Sonic for? Like, what led you to that? Is there anything particular, anything big that made you want to cheat? Or did it, just, did it just happen? Or just like it was little things that added up? How would you answer for her? Well, I think that if you're with somebody for that long, you know, 11 years is a long time. Sometimes you take things for granted and as a as a man. So, like, I feel like she, she saw... Uh, a side of me that wasn't giving her maybe enough time maybe not enough attention and she's very very insecure so she that's why she was doing that stuff you know changing her body and stuff like that so I, maybe I didn't pay enough attention to her so maybe she had her reasons and I should have paid more attention and understood it more and I get that I get that I was in a relationship for nine years I talk about all the time on Street Scholars and I always tell people it's not the things I know what to do now as far as being in a new relationship, but it's the things I know what not to do. 
You know, I've done a lot of stupid shit in relationships, and you probably done too. And with that being said, before we get to the whole story, how she's doing now and how you're doing now, I did get a lot of feedback and replies and messages and DMs from people, even people that knew you. I mean, there was people that didn't know you that felt that felt your pain. That um that you know guys in your situation go, bro. I know what he's going through. I got a lot of those messages, and I got a lot of girls that said they felt bad for you. Matter of fact. A lot of girls want to know who you were. They want me to tag you because they kind of wanted to date you. You felt like, you know, you're the victim. And I'm, I guess you, somewhat you are the victim. I mean, if we're listening to your story, your story only, which we are because, you know, you're on the podcast. She's not. Uh, but I, I did get one message. I don't need to say her name. And this girl said that you were kind of full of it. And she said that she was with you for five years. And she said you were lying. She said, I was with her for five years. He was my man. He wasn't with her for that long. I kind of told you that girl that did DM me that is there any, is is there any kind of truth to her saying that or is she just being kind of bitter or what do you think about that? Well, I actually, you know, the the biggest part of our relationship and I think a lot of the time uh while we were together during our breakups and our we split apart, we lived 140 miles away from each other sometimes out and we split apart for 2 years at one point. So like during that time, there was people that I, I would, you know, see and she would see and we were just toxic for each other, I feel. And <clears throat> that that girl was just one of the people that she was my friend. I came to her a lot. But, yeah, we hooked up a few times and yeah. and I felt like she she felt left out from the story, I guess, maybe. And I and I get it because, I, you know, like I said, I was my ex for nine years. It was a nine solid, smooth nine years. We would break it for a year. Even one time, we broke it for like two years, I think. A year and a half or even sometimes six months. You get the picture. I'm going out and hooking up with different girls at those times. Right. I could say I never cheated on her because I really didn't cheat, you know. But did I hook up with the girls between those nine years? Absolutely, I did. And I think that's what that girl's trying to say. But at the same time, girl that DM me, I'm pretty sure you listen to this podcast. And thank you because you're a big fan. I appreciate that. Um, but he wasn't really with you like that. And and I don't think you, you could, um, you know, beat him down for that, for not mentioning that story because the story really wasn't about you. But, you know, you don't, you're like, um, I don't want to call you the breakup chick. But, you know, you're like, there's, al there's always somebody that we break up with their person. There's always somebody that we could call a rebound person almost, right? Besides that, besides my story, besides that girl's story, let's get back into your story. It's been a year now. You got a new number. You're talking again. Um, was it hard after that episode for you to see your kid? Because you have one or two kids with her? One, yeah. So you have one, you have one kid and your kid is how old? He's 10. He's 10 years old. Was it hard for you to see your son after that whole episode it wasn't hard to, to to see him but because you know he has his own phone i would i would actually call and text and try to make sure that she wasn't going to be there when i'd show up because i didn't really want to see her because you know my emotions were still kind of evol involved and i, I kind of wanted to just get over the whole thought of seeing her and speaking to her and trying to be civil with her I think the most important question people want to know, I know I want to know personally, I know Novel hates that guy Dragon. You know, last episode, Novel fucked that guy. You need to chop his tongue off. You know, yeah, yeah. Novel got a little crazy a little bit. But um, that comes to my next question, Sonic. Is your girl, not your girl, is your, is your ex, is she still with that guy Dragon a year later? Uh, Yeah, they're, they're still actually seeing each other. But, um, you know, since I have maintained somewhat of a relationship with her we talk once a week and mostly about my son um 
there's times where she calls me and she starts venting about him and she's going through it you know it's not an easy relationship for her and she went into that relationship already a little bit you know insecure about the one before so she's kind of uh maybe her insecurities that she had with me she has the same ones with him it seems like how is that how is that possible i just can't like even my ex even if we had that relationship how you guys have i don't want to hear about the dude you i just i think everybody's listening right now they can't do that like because this guy first of all this guy is very disrespectful disrespectful to you talking about your son saying he's at your house and this and that i mean he was very a very rude person very disrespectful and like if i was in your shoes i would tell her you know what i don't even want to hear this guy's fucking name i don't want to hear this dude's name don't bring it up to me so like that don't like sting you a little bit when she brings that name up to you and then she's venting to you about him and if she's venting to you about him what is she venting you about about him well, the the thing is, one of the main things is that I can't control who she brings around my son. And if she's going to be with this guy, um, I kind of want to make sure that they have a, a, a healthy or at least mature relationship when she's with him or bringing him to the house or whatnot. So, you know, she does. She, sometimes I, I'm asking, you know, who's there or who's going to be there to my son. And sometimes he's there. So but I, I, I know that, you know, my, my son will mention little things about him that, you know, the way he speaks to his mom and things like that. And so sometimes I'll ask her, you know, like, I don't want you guys fighting in front of my son or whatnot. And that's how she first started venting out to me about him. OK, I think most of us could agree with that. Like, we don't want like you don't want negativity and drama and all this stupid things going around your kid because, you know, your kid is getting molded from that. I mean, I just got done watching. Not that this is even close to it, but I just got done watching The Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. And now he was molded from a little kid because of the things he's seen as a kid. And a lot of us, we got to know that the things you let your kid watch or play video games are just the things you do around him. You know, they see that and they're a sponge and they catch on to it, you know, so little by little. So is there anything dramatic or crazy that that, that your son's telling you? Your son's 10 years old, so he knows what's going on. He's not a little kid, you know. Is there anything that he tells you what, what, what his mom and Dragon are doing that you're like, oh, hell no, that shit needs to stop? You know what, man? There, there, there's there's one thing that, that he does do. And, and, and uh, what she, my son told me that, that he talks to her like she's a like she's a, a dude, you know, like he'll, he'll call her. The you end. told me, yeah, you told yeah. me that, hey, the, the first episode, you're able to sell my nigga. Like, yeah, he ta- that's how he talks to her. Wow, that's fucking nuts. And and, uh, and so she, she, you know, she mentioned that, that, uh, you know, she has trust issues with him. She's caught him up a few times. And so she tells me that type of stuff. Even when I don't want to hear it, she still finds a way to, you know, bring it up. So have you seen this guy since or ever? Uh, I've never seen you him. You never seen him at all, ever? Never seen him. That's crazy. I, uh, she's, she's in the beginning uh, when we were first splitting apart. I don't know why I asked, but I wanted to see what he looked like. And she showed me pictures of him. But that was kind of when we were still seeing each other at the end. Is he staying at your house right now? Your old no, house? No, he doesn't stay. You know, he stay. He he comes and stays the night, uh, half of the week, so he is there a lot. So your son knows him pretty good now. They have a relationship. How is the relationship with him and your son? Uh, well, since it's a fresh relationship, um, you know, some there's there's times where where I've I've texted my son at night and I've asked him, you know, you know, what are you doing? And he'll say that he's home. And it'll be like 11 o'clock and he'll be there by himself and waiting for his mom. 
And there's there's also times where I've, I've asked, on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you right now. But you said your son's ten years old. He's at home by himself. Where is his mom at? Uh, that should be with this guy. He lives close by, so she'd sometimes my son would be there. I didn't ask him, you know, did your mom? I'm sorry, that's super. I mean, you might not say it. You're a good dude, but to me, that's super fucking inappropriate. That is not fucking cool, and that is very selfish of her to do that to leave your son. That is not. That's not cool at all. And for you, like you're being too much of a nice guy. That's not cool. Like you shouldn't allow your son to be home alone by himself at ten years old. It's a creepy world, bro. It's a cold world. A lot of shit is going on. That 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 is not cool at all. And and you and I don't want to say you're cool with that, but have you talked to her about that? That's not cool. Does it happen a lot? Yeah, but sometimes when, when my son tells me something, I know he's afraid of his mom. So, like, I kind of just will let her know, like, you know, like, hey, um, you need to spend a lot more time with Zion, you know. And, and now I, I used to take him on the weekends. And now I take him for two weeks at a time and take him back. And he'll be spend a few weeks over there and back and forth like that. So And that's crazy. Like, I don't I don't know your baby's mom. I, I don't even know what she looks like. I never asked you what she looked like. I don't think I have. Or, you know what? I think you did show me a picture of her. We put on Instagram for like a little bit, right? Right. For a little bit. I, I believe so. Okay. Um, I'm not cool. I don't know. Like, if you're listening, I don't know you, but... I mean, there's three sides of the story, but the story I'm hearing right now, you sound like a really selfish person. I mean, anybody that cheats, I consider a selfish person, first of all. Like, if you cheat, you're selfish, for one thing. Now, for leaving your fucking kid, 10 years old, at home by himself, for you be some guy named fucking Dragon who has five other kids and three other babies' mom, you're a selfish person. That is not cool. I'm upset about it. I I feel like I'm more upset than you are right now. But that, that is not cool, dude. Get your fucking priorities fucking straight. Get them right. Get them correct. Not cool at all. Not only that, what kind of person is dragging to be with a girl that does that shit? Who wants to be with a girl that leaves her kid alone by them fucking self? And from my personal experiences, I dated many girls. It's a fact. Scientific fact. The Rock has dated a lot of people. It's out there. Now you know. But let me tell you something. I dated some girls that I know they have a kid. They have kids. Singular or plural. Whatever it is. And they'll be they'll be with me four days, five days in a row. Spending a night. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, who in the fuck is watching your kid? Even if you do have a babysitter. Even if your mom is watching your kid. To me, that's a red flag. I would never be with a girl that puts sex and puts their selfish, their own lives, their own dating life before their kids. That's a red flag. I would never date a chick like that. And that's a turn off for her dragon to accept to be with a chick like that. That makes him a weird person as well. With dragon, I mean, you're cool with them or... Uh, no, I don't, I I just try not to pay attention too much to their relationship. You know, uh, I know that he's most likely not being faithful to her and, uh, he's, he, what makes, you, what makes you say that though? She, she would, she would try to vent out to me about everything. You know, like he has, uh, he has multiple, you know, kids as well from different people. So, and, and I, I hear he takes care of his kids and he's there for his kids and whatnot, but okay. that he's still, she thinks he's still hooking up with his kids. His other but that mamas. could be that could be her insecurity thinking that though too like i'm not gonna go ahead and call him a cheater 
I'm not gonna say. I think if I, if if I had a bet on it, I would probably say he's you know he's cheating. Whatever you know. She says she talks to one of the baby mamas and and oh my god, this is so and, dramatic. And she kind of drops dimes on the other baby mamas that he still sleeps with them. So I I'm not sure. You know I I only hear third party info. So who you know I don't know if it's true or not. So she's talking to the other baby's mom and they're both saying they're both being with them. Kind of is that what we're saying? No, she the other baby mama doesn't like. You know his other kids' moms, and she says that he still hooks up with them. Oh, uh, they're they're, you know, that's a whole different story, a whole different topic. They could both be assuming shit, you know. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's a that's a weird situation they got going on right now. And for you, your main concern, the main concern for for everybody, all parties, the main concern should be for the children. Right. It should be for your son. You know, and dragon and dragon say, dragon should be say, hey, you should bring your kid over here. It's been a year already. They should, you know, I mean, they should be a little bit closer. I think, hey, bring your kid over. Like, even like if they smash in a room, the, the kid can sleep on the couch and watch or play Fortnite or something. That's fine, but you can't leave him at the house alone at all. Okay, we talked about your um, your ex. Talked about dragon. Talked about your son a little bit. How are you doing? Do you feel like you're healed already? You feel good? Are you in a different place than you were a year ago? Like, where are you at today? As in 2021, are you dating again? Are you done dating? Do you have insecurity problems? What's going on with you, Sonic? To be honest with you, man. Please. Uh, like, like I, I'm, I'm in, a, I'm in a good place right now in my life. I'm, I'm seeing somebody else. Um, I like her a lot more. She's, she's a way better person. Um, their qualities are different. You know, they're not. I'm not gonna sit here and bash Ashley. But I'll do that for you. <laughs> oh, not, oh, is that her name, Ashley? My ex, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, but the, you know, the, my the the girl, you know, that I'm seeing now, she's kind of like my best friend. She kind of walked. She was with there for me throughout throughout the whole time. So, we kind of just fell in love, and here we're. Dude, that's so that's amazing. I'm I'm happy for you. That's dope that you could move on. You move forward. You didn't do anything stupid. You didn't take Nalo's advice and cut the guy's tongue off or beat him up and go to jail. You know, you just moved on. Um, how'd you find that girl through Instagram? Do the podcast, hopefully. That'd be kind of cool. Mm, no, I, I actually, she was a friend of mine uh, for years. I actually knew her longer than I knew Ashley. But, um, you know, we, we, we became friends and we're, we she just been there for me. Yeah, she's actually gets along with Ashley. Like when I go pick up my son, she'll get out the car with me and everything. That's amazing, bro. That's amazing. Um, does she get bothered? Like, let's say you're doing this podcast right now. You are. It's going to be, you know, it's Monday. Um, would she get mad because you are, like, talking about your ex? Does she feel like, okay, get over her already. Stop talking about her on a podcast. Like, leave that alone. Because I think on most girls' situation, they'll be like, okay, get over your fucking ex already. That's enough. Like, don't go, stop going on a podcast and talking about that bitch. Like, she don't even get, she, you don't hear that from her at all? Yeah, she's 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 she's, <laughs> she's she's very jealous, and she will say stuff about us talking about her a lot. Um, so I, you know, I got to kind of be careful with what I say. But you know, you've been pretty good so far today. I, no, I, I feel I, like you're holding it in a little bit. I, I well, because I I actually you know, like I, I this that last year has been hard for me. You know, like like and she knows that because she's she saw me go through it. Um, but I mean, this is a girl that. That we were friends, and she lived in Oregon, and she moved back here, you know, to be with me. So like, like we've been off and on, or, or we we've we've been, you know, it wasn't an easy start to a relationship either, because I'm actually scarred and she's not. So she, she kind of like has been there for me and and been my best friend, and you know, that's why that's why we we work. 
I think you hit it on the nail right there when you said like she's your best friend. And I think a lot of people they don't realize that your boyfriend or your girlfriend should be your best friend. And out of anything I miss out of my ex, I don't like talking about my ex too much. But I mean, I never said her name. But the thing I missed was she was my best friend. Like literally my best friend. We were talk, vamp, like, you know, just whatever we did. And if I miss anything about that, it'll be having that best friend, you know? Right. And I, and I feel like by you saying like she's your best friend, I think that the new one you're in right now, that could really work out because you're the, the, the way you're describing it, the way you're titling it, like your best friend. And I think anybody out there, if you're in any relationship right now, and you don't consider your boyfriend or girlfriend your best friend, they might want to, you know, just look at a relationship again and see if it's the right one for you. Because I know, like, my mom and dad married 45 years, best wow. friends. Yeah. Best friends. You know what I mean? They can literally say they're best friends. So I think um, if you're with this person because, you know, sex is good maybe or maybe that person has money or you think, like, everything, it just adds up perfectly, like, they're the right fit for you. But if they're not your best friend and you can't call them your best friend, Maybe they shouldn't be your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your or your fucking wife or husband or fiance, whatever. You know what I mean? That makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that that, that 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 the most important thing is just taking the time to get to know somebody, becoming their best friend before you become uh, anything more than that. So you believe in hanging out first because obviously that girl was your she was your friend at first. So you really had a foundation and built that relationship on. The last I've 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 actually jumped into like a relationship with her you know right after me i actually and i split apart but it wasn't that type of relationship just more of like a friendship that yeah. developed into what we are now and i'd say the past three months have been like like you know where we've gotten the closest i got some dms from some guys of the last episode a lot of them are your situation or the situation you were in the guy cheated on and um, they're heartbroken and it sucks and even girls is there anything you would want to tell them some kind of guidance, some kind of like, you know, to help them out. Is there anything you want to say to them that could actually help them out a little bit? Any kind of like. For somebody who is going through something similar to what I went through. Exactly. Yeah, I think that 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 for me, the biggest thing that I learned is uh, anybody that you're with, you want to be with or you have been with that's still, uh, you know, in in your life communication is the biggest thing because if you're not honest and communicate with one another then the relationship whether it's a friendship or somebody you're trying to get at or somebody you are with communication is the only way to to build trust and so i'd say communication is the the the, the thing you should focus on we always preach that on street scholars all the time communication 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 even on girls i date from the get-go we communicate like i i was talking to some girl maybe not too long ago but her thing is, like, she didn't want to get married ever, ever. Because she's been married before, and she she don't want to get married ever again. You know, we kinda, I kind of backpedal from that. Because we had that conversation from the get-go. Like, why build anything with you if our path ain't the same? You know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to try and change her mind. Not that I want to marry her. That's not, that's not even the case. Like, it wasn't even like that. But I'm saying I look down the road kind of deal, you know. I think communication is so big. As far as communication, if you could go back with your ex not not i know you don't want to be with her anymore or maybe you do i don't know i i don't think it's respectful for you to say you answer because you're in a relationship so i'm not gonna ask i'm not gonna ask you that but is anything you can do differently from your past mistakes 
You mean if I went back to the same situation? Like if, if you go back in time, what is what I'm saying? Like, and it was something that you could have fixed it. I know you say you didn't show her a lot of time, or you know you didn't pay attention to her. And maybe do do you think is you think you're the cause and you're the reason why she felt insecure? Were you telling her you loved her and she was pretty all the time and she's beautiful and she's you know she. You know, I I look at I look back at the time that I was with her. It was a long time, and I feel like even though I learned from it. Um, if I can go back, I think, uh, you know, I, I would realize a lot sooner that we were toxic for each other. Instead wow. of pointing my finger at her and waiting for hers to point back at me, I realized that we were both just not good for it. I think she's in a good, a better place maybe right now, and I know I am, and I focus more on that I am. But but I know that that uh, we were probably good for other people, and that's it's hard to accept that, but it's the truth and. And to you, you kind of asked a subliminal question. So to, to go back on it, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't wish that I can fix things with her. I don't. Wish, I, I'm happy with where I'm at right now, and I'm also happy that we can maintain a civil relationship for our son. I get it. I get it, Sonic. I completely get it. I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for being vulnerable last episode. I want to thank you again for coming on today, and letting us know. And letting us be nosy and let it, letting us get a glimpse of what's going on a year later with the whole situation. I think a lot of us can learn from this. That there's a light at the end of the darkness. And I know being heartbroken, getting cheated on from the love of your life. Or you thought it was the love of your life. I think a lot of us been there. And there is no feeling like it. None. None at all. To be heartbroken, depressed, just weird thoughts, not wanting to get out of bed in the morning, wanting to sleep all day, drink all day, do drugs. Everybody has their own escape from this depression, from this sadness, from this dark cloud. I believe a lot of us been through this and some of us are going through this right now. And let's learn from Sonic. Let's not be bitter. And some of you are probably saying he's being bitter by even mentioning her name on the podcast, but he's really not. He's really not. He's not being bitter. He's being better. He's being a better person. Look at him now. He's happy. He not only found his girlfriend, he found his best friend. He's happy. He sees his son more than ever now. He built that relationship up. Even like that, his ex-chick forced him to only text his son for communication, even at 10 years old. Has a strong relationship with his son. Has a new best friend. It's not perfect. It's far from perfect. But he didn't give up. And there's hope. He has hope for life. He has hope for a future. He didn't let darkness win. He had hope. He had faith. And most of all, he was patient. He was patient with God. For God to put him in the right relationship. And God would do that. When you build a relationship with God... God will put you in the right relationship. But you gotta build that relationship with God first. Then he'll put you in the right relationship. 
Sonic, once again, thank you for coming on, buddy. Really appreciate it. Hope everything goes well for you. Anybody else listening to this podcast, if you're going through some tough times, you're heartbroken, you're depressed, just know, just know that there's still hope. Don't give up. Nashville, episode 13. Late.